You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. Aiden Dylan's behind the glass this morning. No Joe Gaither. So if you want to talk to Aiden, just you can give Aiden a call. 205-342-9904. Y'all can just talk. And then if you want to talk to Dad and I, he will put you right on the radio. The Twitter account's at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Aiden, you got Twitter? Or do you? Uh, at Aiden underscore Dollins. Don't be tweeting anything stupid if we're going to call your, tell them to go look at your uh, oh, Twitter account. A little too late on that, uh, Barry. Yeah, a little too late. Uh, download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. And you can take us with you anywhere you go. Email, you want to shoot me an email? I get them all during the day. Wimp and Barry at yahoo.com. If you got something you want us to address on the air, you want to complain, you want to compliment, whatever, wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors, no matter what your project is this season. Pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack, so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the choice for building outdoors. You want to find the dealer, go to yellowwood.com, put the zip code in. It will tell you where to go find this great product. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay, Barry. Uh, we got Philip Pearson on this morning to talk a little bit about um, the tournament coming up for them. They play uh, at Western Kentucky on Saturday. Okay. Um, beside that, um, I'll talk a little bit about where the we stand for the SEC tournament. Last night, UCLA won 78-71 over Utah. Gonzaga beat San Diego State. Um, Honda Classics going on now in golf. And Billy Herschel, Herschel is five under. Uh, not a whole lot of guys that, that we kept up with too much there. Um, here, here's the way things stand right now in, in the tournament. Seeding, Alabama A and M and Kentucky will be the will be the three. That'll be the first three, I think. You can criticize me next week if I'm wrong. They'll I studied a little bit. They're, they're the three. The the, per, the team that's going to be number four is going to be Tennessee or Auburn. Uh, Auburn uh, Tennessee have to beat Auburn if, they, if Tennessee beats Auburn. They would have beaten, beaten them twice. A uh, and M has Ole Miss and State and Alabama. Ole Miss and State on the road in Alabama at home. I think that's right. That's right. Kentucky has uh, Vanderbilt uh, and Auburn at home, but they're at Arkansas for the last game. Uh, Arkansas's already beat them once. Tennessee. Tennessee has uh, – uh, I had that down here, but it doesn't, doesn't make any difference. Tennessee is at Auburn, and then they're at home against uh, – 
Arkansas. Uh, no, they're not. They're home. I don't know who they're, who they're home against. Auburn's got Alabama, Tennessee, and Kentucky. Okay. Those three, Barry, and then after that, uh, Tennessee or Auburn be four to get the buys in tournament. Tournament uh, should be pretty hot, I think. Alabama uh, will play Arkansas at 1 o'clock on Saturday. And Auburn will be at uh, Kentucky will be at Auburn at three o'clock on Saturday. Um, I, I don't want to start any, uh, any any stink at all, uh, but the news, you know, the the family of the young lady who who lost her life has come come up come out pretty upset about things that have been said. So I don't know what we need to comment about that or not. But if we do, we certainly can't can. Outside of that. Um, that's about it. They play, they play, um, start tomorrow. have three games left in the SEC. It flies by Missouri's at Georgia. means nothing. Arkansas, Alabama, I told you, A&M, Mississippi State means a lot. Uh, that's a tough game for them over there. Orange, Kentucky, South Carolina's at Tennessee. Uh, Florida is at Vanderbilt and LSU is at Ole Miss. And that, uh, is it for the day. Yeah, Joseph Goodman, I know, wrote an article. And yeah. I don't think there's anybody that doesn't just, uh, heart just doesn't go out to the family, oh, yeah. uh, to the oh. to the stepdad. I mean, yeah. there's no, you know, there's no question about that. And Jeff Goodman, J- J- Joseph Goodman, the guy called him, they talked for an hour, and the things he told him, he said he brought anybody, even the people, everybody, I would hope, would just be crushed about that situation isolated there. But, you know, you just can't. You know, what I get tired of is that, you know, when you're a public figure and you're a coach or you're a player, there are people can write opinions about whether they think you can coach or not. That's just their opinion. There's not, there's no facts there. Uh, or whether you're a good player or whether you played right or whether you – should have called this play or that play. Those are just yeah. opinion. Those aren't facts. But when you have people come out reporting things as facts that are that are not accurate, it really upsets me. And a lot of times they do it just to get people to click on the article, which is embarrassing uh, to me. To for Clay Travis and those guys to put out that this girl was murdered by Brandon Miller's gun. That's a lie. That's not a fact. It's a lie. The fact is the gun was registered to Darius Miles. That's where I had the problem. You know, as a public figure, that's got to be difficult to handle when people just, they're just literally making up things. Like, I don't think you have a problem if somebody says whether you're a good coach or not or whether you should. I mean, you don't like it, but there's a difference between an opinion and a fact and where those guys, and I'm very disappointed in Dan Dockich. Uh, he's works, oh, he's, he, he works with Out, Out Kick, and these, he's come out with a big video that Nate Oates should be fired. Slap. Are you kidding me, Dan Dockich? Like, I used to like Dan Dockich. I can't stand him now. I mean, Nate Oates should be fired over this? Come on. He, he did like a two-minute deal, and he works for Out Kick. These people are they're just it makes my I don't even know how Brand, Brandon Miller must be uh really tough minded. Well uh, he doesn't he doesn't read I think he does though. I mean, they said he likes them. Okay. T- 
tweet. I, I think those kids do look at it. Uh, I think it kind of fuels him. Uh, I don't know. Talk about it a minute. Being a public figure, I think people, everybody wants to be famous, but then you get like that, and then people, you know, Brandon Miller, I would consider, he's famous. You were famous when you were coaching here. You're a public figure. It's It's very frustrating when people print things that are absolute. There's either a a right or a wrong, it's not an opinion. How frustrating is that when things are completely wrong? Like I hear these Very. people, Will, Michael Wilbon, these people that they, like I'm close to this situation because I've really studied it. They're just trying to report on something. It'd be like me reporting on something that happened in Michigan State. I really don't know the ins and outs of it because I hadn't studied it. This I know. And I, when I see these national people just saying things that are just absolutely not true, because they don't really know the story. It's irresponsible, isn't it, Dad? Isn't oh, it? sure it is. It is. You know, and they, they, you know, if, it, if it had been their son, uh, that was the situation that of, of bringing a gun over, uh, you know, they would be defending defending him completely. Now they're just going after after him and making up stuff. That uh, the, the, the the deal is, and I've already said it on two other radio shows. Um. There are laws that that we don't particularly care for. Um, you know, there are different laws that are made that we, we question, but there but there are laws. And when the detectives and the police say that there is not going to be any um, warrant for the arrest of of, of the kid uh, because there's nothing to charge him for, then then that that that's what you go by. That's what you, well, you like that or not. That's the, that's the rule. And that's what you go by. And so, um, wasn't wasn't anything there. But he wasn't. You know, he may be an accessory to it and so forth. But he he is not. He is not going to be charged because not charging for. Um, yeah, I, I equate it. Now, I, I've been pretty hard on the Alabama administration, thinking they handled the situation very poorly, where they should have not had Nate Oates talking. He's not equipped to do that. Uh, they should have had all the facts. They should have had some state, uh, professional statements ready. But I will be compliment them on this. That I really think that they went and they looked at all the facts, the facts, not what people, and they knew probably playing this kid was going to, but they did the right thing based on the facts. Uh, and those, that, that, but that takes courage. Something, if it, well, you should just suspended him for two games, and people wouldn't. No, they looked at the facts, that, and then they determined what the facts were and what they could get from the police, the timeline, and the text message where people are saying he brought the gun. No, well, he was already on his way and didn't even know the gun was back there. Is what you know, people are the lawyers are saying. We'll take it with their word. So they took the facts and had the courage to let this guy play. I, I equate it not nearly as serious to what John Cohen did. He went and researched Auburn's new football coach. I mean, he went through it, and he knew he was going to take some criticism for hiring Hugh Freeze, but they went to the facts, all the facts. They asked him. He he was very open and told and he said, I knew we would take some criticism, but I thought this guy was the best guy for the job. That's That takes guts right now. When you do something and you know it's the right thing to do, but you're still going to get criticized. Now, I do 
compliment Alabama for having the guts to do it. I compliment John Cohen for having the guts to hire Hugh Freeze, even when you know you're going to get a back some backlash. Yeah. Well, it, it's a darn difficult thing on that family. It's a difficult thing. It's difficult on the family of the kids who were in the wrong place, you know, at the wrong time. And, um, you know, I, I listen to some guy start yakking about curfew. Um, we don't, it's very difficult to, to handle that kind of thing. Should they have been there? No. But, uh, the, you know, the curfew situation for football, basketball, and everybody else is they got their own apartments, got people living with them. Um, they're making money. It's bad. Yeah, I, uh, I uh, went out to a baseball game that I had a Hewitt Trustful. Um, Jack and they were playing. And I'm walking up, and there's some kids in a truck in the outfield, and it's prior to the game. Well, they got one of those things, Aiden, what do you call it, where you press the button, you can talk, it's got a speaker on it. So they're out there heckling our kids, which I don't have a problem. You can heckle the kids all you want, but they're using a lot of profanity. I mean, like vulgar, vulgar words with girls up there. And so I yelled over at the guy like, hey, dude, that's that's wrong. Stop doing that. Of course, these are high school kids. They kind of started smarting off. I'm like, look, you, you can heckle them all you want, but don't be using those words, especially around those girls up there. Some other guy behind in the truck, he started, you just go on. I said, no, I'm not going to go on. That Y'all don't need to be saying, well, I, I wasn't saying that. And I said, well, then stop talking to me. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to those other guys uh, in that truck. So when I got up there to the to the game, I was going to go tell the administrators from Hewitt Trustful about it. I didn't. But my, I told the people that were there with me, I said, you know, that's how these kids act now. And can you not see that when they get to college, they're going to be in some bar flipping their mouth like that. And then that's how these situations come to this, that these Kids have no respect. There's a difference between heckling and using a ton of profanity in towards people. Uh, that, that's and that's what happens as they get older. They get down here. They get these bars. They get to talking trash with one another. Next thing you know, some guy pulls out a gun. That's how these things start. And so, I want I wanted to walk over there and give those guys a real lecture, but I was afraid I might get myself in a situation I didn't need to be in. So I did. Telling my opinion and kept walking. Royal Cleaners, they'll make life easy for you. Uh, if you got those beautiful golf shirts, those things are well over 100 bucks. You don't want to wash and dry those. Let Royal Cleaners clean them up for you. You got Drew suits, dresses, dress shirts, whatever you need. These guys will take great care of you and all your stuff. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, in North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road, give them a call today, 205 391 Zero zero three four Royal Cleaners for all your cleaning needs. This is a Tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, got a pretty serious wreck on US 11 at County Road 210 in Knoxville. The northbound lane is closed. We also have another minor wreck on McFarland near Midtown. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Towns of Nissan. $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Bibb County Republican State Senator April Weaver has named a bill that would roll back the use of good time incentives for state prisoners after Bibb County Sheriff's Deputy Brad Johnson. He was shot and killed by a man with a violent background that had served less than four years of a 10-year sentence for theft. Weaver's bill would make it more difficult for violent prisoners to use the incentives to leave prison early. The ACLU opposes the plan. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. So, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather noticeably cooler across West Alabama today. Mostly cloudy. We'll have the chance of a few passing rain showers. The high 64. Tonight and tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of scattered showers. The low tonight, 51. The high tomorrow, 71. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 68 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. You want to build... Build it to last. You want to use pressure for your pine. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline. We'll get Joe into the show. Good morning, Joe. Morning, coaches. Morning. How are you, hey, Joe? Good, good. Friday. Got to be good on Friday. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, got a question. I want y'all to ask Philip. Okay. I was at a Stullich at Winfield baseball game last night. They told me that the kid Hutchison from Winfield committed to UAB. I just want I want, I want to hear from Philip. I don't know if y'all remember this kid last year. He took took them all the way to the finals, final four, and they got beat the finals. He's from Mississippi, and they brought him to Winfield. And he supposedly he lived with a coach. And of course, Is he at Winfield now? No, he's at Hutchison. Hutchison Junior Hutchison College. Junior College. I know they had a kid from Winfield that went there to walk on, but he didn't stay but a few weeks. Uh, and that might, I'm maybe the kid. I'll ask Philip about him. Oh, you talking about this year? Yeah, that was the big white boy that went with him. That was committed to Shelton at one time, and he followed him out there. And it's just been a mess. This this kid when they when they got beat in the finals, he he was awful at the presentation of the trophy and everything. And, like I said, they brought him over from Mississippi for that year, and he he was a stud football and basketball, and uh, running back in football and safety. And, and but uh, I, I, you know, they're gonna have their hands full with that kid. I'm I'm just interested to see if Philip does say he is committed and he is come. Yeah, I will ask him now if he's uh, not signed. Then I don't know that he can comment on him, but uh, I'll, I'll get out of him what I can. So. Well, that's what they said last night. They said he was committed, but yeah. anyway. We're going to win tomorrow? 
Dad, Bama, will Bama take care of the Razorbacks at home? Uh, I think it'll be a close one. The black kid is back. Uh, I think it'll be. A, yep. I think it'll be a tough game. I, I would say being at home and crowd so forth, it'd be a squeaker, but probably, yeah. When we're going to win all the last, I think, did you say yesterday we were going to win these last three games? Is that what you said? Arkansas, Auburn. I, I had thought, I had thought that they would, yeah. I, I think they're going to be, even if they don't, I think, uh, I think you'll end up, you know, it's possible for them not, but I think you'll end up number one. Doesn't really matter, you'd be one or two, and, and uh, A&M, Kentucky, will be two and three or a bit. The three seeds have already been, I think, pretty much chosen. The fourth one would be between Tennessee and and, and Auburn. It's a huge game, uh, Joe, for Mississippi State. You know, they're on the bubble. Texas A&M coming in, 2.30 Saturday. Uh, Alabama fans should keep an eye on that one for sure. I guess that's wrong. I, I just thought six teams were about all that, that the league need to have in. But uh, undoubtedly, I'm not. I'm mistaken that they're they're all talking about eight. So I I, I, I just can't see that. But maybe so. Well, I'll go on record now. We won't. We'll lose at least one of these next three. Barry. Uh, well, the only one I think they'll lose possibly is I guess they could possibly lose to Arkansas. Um, yeah, I probably think they would drop one. Uh, you know, just all this mess going on is just taking its toll on them, maybe. And beat, beating A&M out there, if, and especially if it's for the regular season title, uh, that'll be very difficult. And it'll be difficult even if it's not, because uh, that'll be, see, I don't know how many seniors Texas A&M has, but uh, Buzz will play a physical brand of defense like Tennessee and those guys do. I think that'll be a hard game to to get out there uh, in College Station. Did uh, Hell County or Bibb County win? Hell. All right. Yeah. Got your final four there. You got two you beat this year, Alice <laughs> yeah. and Hell. Yeah. Oh look, everybody starts to me. Huh? Everybody starts in the tournament Monday. Yeah, and Hillcrest girls also made it. I want to give them a shout-out. I didn't shout them out. Bryant, Hill County, Aliceville, and Hillcrest girls will be representing what I guess call West Alabama. I guess Aliceville is not really West Alabama, but uh, I know that hey, Aliceville is, is, people beside I heard they took three busloads over there for the regional final. Good for Aliceville. They got great fans. Is, is John Pelfrey still at Tennessee Tech? Yes. Is he having? Well, what, what kind of year is he having? Oof. You know, not very good. What league is that? Not very good. Oh, he plays with uh, East Tennessee State. You know, Andrew Steel, the Steel kids with him too. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see what league that would be, but uh, not. It's they not, all run together now. Between yeah, the Sun they've all, they've the Sun all changed. Uh, I'll find it out. And let you know. See, but I don't. I don't. I don't know. What really and Philip comes on at what time? Seven thirty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. There's uh, Joe. Um, yeah. So you going out to the state tournament? I'll Let's... try to go out there some. If I, if I can find the way, the guys whether they got a new parking area or not. You don't still have that cone in the back of your car? You just pull up and get the cone no, out. No, I don't have a cone. I have to. I have to work my way in there. You will park so close to that place, you'll take seven steps and you'll be in the building. 
I don't know that they're they have that parking lot behind it like they. You used don't to. use the parking lot. I do so. It's where I go. It's where I no. park. No, you park up right up there by the curb. Well, if it, if it hadn't been vacant, I had parked it right there. Aiden, when you go with him, like he he does not want to park where the normal people park, and so I got like a bad he, foot. Well, he's not normal he'll, people. He'll whip up there and roll the window down, and you're like sinking in your seat as he he's does, trying. He to, doesn't. Barry cares only about this crap. I do. He, he, I do nothing like that. As he's trying to get in, he wants to make. He's trying to make the radio good. And I, now, Lee, Lee. He's just, trying to make radio good by doing all this crap, so let him do it. Uh, so he, but he'll get a good spot. I, I'm gonna let you know that. Now, now, the people that are doing the parking, they may want to flatten his tire, but he'll do a good job. And then he used to have a cone in the back. He could whip the cone out, you know, like that. The cone was reserving for Wimp him. Wimp needs to meet my grandfather. Why is that? He's the exact same way. Mm. He just don't feel like walking. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll take the break here. We'll get uh, our main man, Philip Pearson, in. Two-minute truck at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth. Where it's local, out of town, out of state. First of all, moving is stressful. Second of all, if you try to do it, your stuff will be ruined. They will wrap it up, pack it up, deliver it however you need. 205-247-5050. Give them a call today for the free estimate. It's two men in a truck. Movers who care. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama wide receiver Derek Keefe is expected to become an analyst for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Four-star class of 2024 athlete Aaron Butler is down to his final five schools. The Alabama versus Florida State softball game made Clearwater Invitational history. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tuscaloosa weather. The weather noticeably cooler across West Alabama today. Mostly cloudy. We'll have the chance of a few passing rain showers. The high 64. Tonight and tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of scattered showers. The low tonight, 51. The high tomorrow, 71. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 68 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Today with the Crimson Tide, local high school sports, and Bama in the pros right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the locker, yellow pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want to get to the Yellowwood hotline. Now, that I used to say nobody made as many moves as I did, but I was looking at all the schools that Philip Pearson's been at. Uh, he's at Little Rock, Murray State. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Little Rock, Murray State, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, uh, Mercer. And now UAB. Philip, did I miss anything? That's off the top of my head. I'm not even look I don't even know if you're on Wikipedia. Did I miss a school? I think that's it. But the one thing you left out was that I never moved for two of those jobs. I was 
<laughs> commuting to a couple of them, Mercer and Clemson. So, you know how they uh, put a you know how they put a sticker on like your stuff when they're moving it, they number it. I had like seven stickers on my lawnmower, uh, and then I knew it might be time to do something else. Uh, so uh, UAB uh, twelve and six, big win last night, uh, twenty one and eight. Overall, uh, just talk about Conference USA, uh, Philip, and I don't know if Florida Atlantic is leading the conference at 25-3. and three. Is Florida Atlantic a team that can get a bid whether they win the tournament or not? That was my question. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Dad's question. <laughs> no, I thought well, they, it was good. I'm fine. That, that, yeah, they, they've had an awfully good year, and then, uh, you know, but – they beat Florida, which is kind of what they were hanging their hat on. And, uh, you know, to be perfectly honest, I'm not sure that, that that win is carrying a lot of weight at this point in time. And then they've lost. We beat them here a couple weeks ago in, in Birmingham. They lost the game at middle. So, uh, you know, I'd be pulling for them if they were to not uh, win our tournament, which obviously I hope they don't. Uh, but to be very honest, my, my guess is they're probably probably on the outside looking in for an at-large uh, uh, bid. But, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, all right. So when the pairings come out, what you say is is a one-bid league. Hopefully not. Hopefully UAB wins the tournament. They're in. Florida Atlantic gets in. Uh, You know, the seed there, you know, probably 10, 11, 12, probably 12, something like that, Uh, maybe 13 or, or you know, I know it depends on the matchup, but would, should this should people be looking at it if they're talking about maybe an upset in the first round? Are these Conference USA teams good enough to knock off one of these Power Five teams in the first round of the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I think so. I think that's been proven over the years. I think uh, uh, you know Kermit Davis had a nice run at a at a Conference USA beat Purdue here. I don't know how four or five years ago, and then I think North Texas won a game. Um, you know, in the tournament, maybe just two years ago. So, yeah, I think this is a good basketball league. Uh, th- this year there was, um, you know, a lot more teams near the top of the league that were capable of winning. Um, if you, if you look at the standings, I think that would, that would bear that out. Um, so anyway, it'll be a interesting, uh, time out here in, uh, Frisco, Texas week after next. And I would think literally there are four or five teams that probably, feel like they have a legitimate chance to to win three or or even four games in a row out there to, to win the tournament. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Western, you've got the Saturday. Uh, they've been a little bit of a struggle, but they're always hard to beat there. Yeah, no doubt, Coach. they uh, uh got a very talented team. They've got, you know, the nation's leading shot blocker in there. He's about 7'5". I don't know if I've ever seen a guy with his kind of size. And they've got a transfer from Kentucky. Uh, playing on the wing form, who's uh, I'm scouting them. We play up there tomorrow, so I've been watching him. He, he uh, they had a kid get hurt, uh, Frampton, that had played for him. I think Frampton was a fifth year kid, and kid from Kentucky had not really cracked the lineup for him, playing just a little very small role. And they throw this kid in there, and he's a former top 100 recruit. And in the last uh, in the last six games, he's made 24 three point shots. So this guy is just you know playing. Playing like uh, he's just on fire, and so uh, they've got a good guard in there. It's the third or fourth leading score in the in the uh, in the league. A little left-handed guard from uh, from up in the Nashville area, I believe. So we've got our hands full. We know that uh, they beat La Tech in a game last night that started at eight o'clock central. So I got home and saw the last 
10 or 15 minutes of that and gonna gonna work on that a little bit more this morning and hop on the bus and head up to Bowling Green. Talking uh, with Coach Philip Pearson, uh, talk a little bit about y'all's team there. You got the, you know, the kid that scores the points, Jelly Walker. I know he was out uh, a good bit uh, with with a foot injury. Maybe just talk a little bit about uh, about you guys. Well, we've we've had a, a you know another good year. I think we're uh, twenty one and eight now, and and you know, so we feel good about that. The number looks good. I think as coaches, we're a little bit uh, disappointed. Just our you know, season was a little bit up and down there. And as you mentioned, we had our, our leading scorer, uh, Jordan Walker, was had a foot injury. And we went down in Florida and played a couple games without him, lost a couple tough games. But I think we've lost three games in overtime. At one point, we had lost, uh, I believe it was four conference games by a total of nine points. So we had, you know, three or four games that didn't go our way. And then, you know, here we, you know, kind of kind of round in the turn. I believe we've won – I think it's seven out of eight, maybe eight out of nine now at this point. So playing, playing some of our better basketball and, and, uh, you know, we do have a, um, you know, pretty good group of guys on our team that were part of a, a tournament championship last year. And if you remember, I think we told our guys the other day, we're just, we're just one game back uh, as far as our record from where we were last year, to be honest with you. And then we just, the last seven, eight games of the year, we just kind of gelled, came together, played really well and, and went out there and won in Texas. So we're, we're hopeful we can maybe travel that same path, but uh, you know there are other teams that are going to be be trying to get this thing too. So it'll be tough, but we're looking forward to it. Uh, Barry's got a question he's going to ask you in a minute, but but um, I do. Uh, oh yeah, about, about, yeah. About when Joe when Joe called in, but but uh, tell our listeners how the basketball assistant coaches that do all the recruiting, maybe the head coaches too, how they're handling recruiting now in basketball. Are they? Are, is it? Is it? Is it ninety percent transfer? Well, I, th- I think it just depends, Coach, on on uh, you know where you are and and who you are. Um, you know, I think you know these SEC schools are probably uh, not quite the same as when I did it for twenty years, where man, you were just recruiting, you know, really the you know the top one hundred players, top one hundred fifty players in America, and you were going to get you two or three of those. You know, is how it used to be, and. Um, I think those guys are still trying to recruit those guys, but then they're still open to, you know, to the transfer portal. And, you know, if you're at our level, we've done a lot in the transfer portal, which is, you know, it's been good. We hadn't hit on everyone. We've hit on enough that, that we've won 70 something games over a three year period. Uh, but then we're, we're still, we're still looking in some other areas too. I, I made a trip the other day to, to go see a high school player and just, you know, flew out of Birmingham and went out and back in the same day just to, just to kind of see a guy. Um, it's, uh, it's just a, it's a very different environment. And, you know, depend, again, depending on who you are, um, and how you're trying to position yourself, you know, I mean, that sort of depends on what you're doing. For example, and I, I don't mind saying this, but, that's like there are guys at our level, even guys that were in our league last year that transferred to a power five league, the SEC, the ACC. Well, now I'm looking at some of those guys' stats and they averaged 12 or 14 points at such and such school. That's kind of a mid-major, let's say, and now they've, they've gone to power five school where they got four. Well, I'm about to use that in recruiting. <laughs> you know, get, I get some of these guys. Sure. I mean, it's not, it's not. And again, I, I'm at UAB today. I've been on some of those other sides. But from our perspective, it's not as easy for these guys who are 
uh, at the mid-major, maybe even the upper mid-major level, if that's what you want to say about Conference USA, uh, it's not as easy for that to translate to those higher levels. And, uh, and by the same token, Coach, you know, these guys that are leaving the Power 5 schools, uh, you know, what you learn is they're not a slam dunk to have a lot of success at the mid-major level. So it's just a, it's a very uh, interesting, fascinating almost for us all to sit around and talk about, but it's a little bit tricky, too, when, uh, when you're out there recruiting. And, and as you know, recruiting has always been a little bit tricky. Yep. Uh, Phil, I don't know y'all's recruiting, who y'all signed, so you may not could comment on this. We had a caller, Joe, called in, and I guess there's a kid from Winfield that is at Hutchison Junior College now that, Maybe committed to UAB. Is there is there a kid? Maybe you can acknowledge if you guys are recruiting. Have you guys signing from Hutchinson that's from Winfield? Or what can you say about? Well, that? yeah, he he's a. Uh, I, I know who you're talking about. Actually, I've heard the. I was listening uh, before I got on uh, to y'all, and and he's still a recruitable athlete. And uh, so yeah, I'm I'm aware of him and, and know who he is. But he's he's still uh, he's still being recruited uh, or okay. can be recruited by others. All right, so yeah, so that's something you can't uh, obviously comment on by NCAA rules. All right, I'm not going to rehash the Brandon Miller situation. Don't want to, but uh, obviously you and I've discussed it. Uh, I'm sure you and your staffs discuss it. Uh, how do y'all take a situation like this and teach your players? Uh, you know, there's there's a learning opportunity here um, for for everyone, honestly, but especially. Uh, basketball teams that hang out together, guys that are wanting to go on and do great things. Obviously, one of the things is be careful who you're hanging around with, what they're doing, and all those things. How do you how have y'all taken this situation maybe and, and addressed it with your team? Well, we really and, hadn't said uh, really hadn't said a lot to be honest with you. I mean, obviously, if you're in you're in Birmingham, Alabama, you're you're reading about you know that that scenario in Tuscaloosa, or you know there was another you know similar situation that happened out at New Mexico State I think as a you know just as a, as a coach and someone's been involved in college athletics for such a long time it's just just you know it's it's sad it's tragic you know when you when athletes are you know caught up in bad situations uh uh make bad decisions you know all, all those sort of things so uh yeah my my heart goes out to that to that family I know the uh, young lady was was uh, from Montgomery which is my hometown I don't I don't know her, her family. I don't believe, but uh, yeah, it's a tough, tough spot. You just, uh, you know, you just hope and pray that that uh, you know the guys that are, you know, in your under your jurisdiction, your supervision, that they're, you know, smart enough not to get themselves in a in a situation. But, yeah, you know, um, we've all recruited kids, and and a lot of times guys will leave areas to get away from what's going on in the area uh, because they don't. There's just too many bad things going on. I would think it would be a point that when those guys leave, you know, be, don't let these people that are, that don't have your best interest at heart down here hanging around you, you know, I guess the, those situations, just teaching them about choosing your friends wisely, know what they're doing because they take you with you uh, wherever they go. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I played for a guy in college. He used to tell us that nothing's good happened after midnight and, uh, as you uh you know as you look around and i'm I'm not naive I've got kids of my own in college and graduated college, but you know that's uh that's probably a pretty good rule to to live by to head on head it on in late at night yeah that um 
NCAA-wise, uh, have you looked at have you looked at the SEC at all? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm lo- looking at it a little bit, Coach. I'm sure knowing you, eight teams in. He's already got it broken down. He can tell you he's going to win the tournament, uh, Phil. <laughs> yeah. You know how he's got that little sheet up there, and he's written it down. He knows what you got home and away. He's got this thing. I guarantee he's got it figured out better than anybody in the country right now. Yeah, I, I tell you, Coach, I hadn't studied it. I mean, I and again, I don't, I don't think this is a secret. I think the the SEC and and uh, it would be hard not to with all of the coaching transition that they had. But I think the, I don't think the league is as strong as it was, no. um, you know, this year. Um, you know, there's some teams in that league that are they're struggling, and uh, I watch it enough to know that. Uh, I do think that, you know, when you hear people talk about the net, uh, for example, and, you know, I've seen teams, you know, that are on the on the bubble or first four out and all that, you know, in the NCAA discussion, you look up and their conference record is, you know, two or three or maybe even four games under 500. And so, again, it's all, you know, your your perception is, you know, kind of from where you, from where you stand. And so we've talked about that here at UAB just recently, you know, that, you know, take back your, you know, Barry's question about Florida Atlantic. And Florida Atlantic's sitting there, and they've lost three or four games on the year, but yet a Power 5 school who's, whose record is, you know, three or four games above 500 overall, but two three games below 500 in their conference, and they're being talked about as being in a better position than Florida Atlantic. And the net, the net um, analytics that they use, we hear them talk about, I think they, they really favor uh, these, you know, these power five schools and, yeah. and, you know, the obvious answer to that, and I'm not smart enough to go into great detail, but the obvious answer to that is because, um, you know, when, uh, was, let's, let's take Mississippi state, for example, Mississippi state, they play every night. Well, they play Alabama, they play Tennessee, they play, you know, Missouri, they play Texas A&M, they play all that. Well then, you know, Florida Atlantic, well, they're playing UT San Antonio, they play UTEP, you know, it's just the schedule strength and all the numbers. It just kind of sure. tilts in the way of these bigger conferences. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd be, I think I'd be a little bit surprised if it's eight or nine or whatever some of these people are saying. And I got a buddy over at Georgia, and uh, Barry knows him too, that was a student manager, and we talk talk a lot. And he sends me texts all day, and I keep reminding him that all this bubble stuff, and he's got one team in his mind in particular that he's telling me he's not going, not going to advance, you know, and, I keep reminding him that every time there's a game, one team loses. So everybody's going to lose. And so there's a lot of games that teams are going to lose as we move forward. All these teams on the bubble, none of them are going to go undefeated. You know, it's just all these guys evaluated every night. It's just, you know, right. if you're, if you're, if you're one of those on the bubble, then you're praying that the teams that are going to get bids win, regardless, win those tournaments, not to take up spots there. So you, you do watch it really, really close. So if you're Florida, yeah, no. if you're Florida Atlantic and you don't win your tournament, you're hoping every tournament goes chalk. Uh, so that, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't take away any any unnecessary bids there. So yeah, no, no, no doubt. And I mean, I'm even talking about just the end of the regular season, just on Tuesday night and Wednesday night. You know, these people are now listing it. You know, day by day. You know, who's on the bubble and who's the last four in. I mean, it's just hey, hey, uh, Philip. Who, uh, before we let you go, how's Georgia baseball? Coach, they got uh, they were two and one. They beat Jacksonville State last weekend, and uh, 
They did not play a midweek game this week like a lot of teams did because they're playing Princeton is coming down and playing four games this weekend over in Athens. So uh, Princeton, I, yeah, Princeton. Can you run a back door in baseball? They got to study. I hope, I, I hope not. Georgia's their their starting pitching was uh, maybe not what they needed it to be over the over the weekend. So it's gonna. You know, it's going to be interesting. They've got a few transfers in there, too. They're kind of picked in the middle of the pack, Coach. So I'm, I'm hoping they're going to step up and have a good year. We'll see. Tennessee's picked to win it all? Uh, I don't know that they were or not. I'll talk about that. LSU head, is. I think LSU's picked to win it all. LSU spent big money in that transfer. LSU's trying to win in everything. Yeah. Women's basketball, baseball. They're... they're they're, uh, they get, the collectives are pretty good. Now. Yeah, they're 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 they're. It's important to them. Let's put it that way. Yeah, George Georgia's got to get their Georgia's got to get their facilities right over there in baseball. Yeah, football wins. Nobody cares about anything else over there. So football's winning. So, thank you, Philip. Thanks, Philip. Appreciate okay. it. Okay. All Talk right. to you later. Uh, first in main okay. condos, uh, three bedroom, three and a half baths. Right down in the historic district of downtown Norport. Beautiful area, gated community, security cameras uh, down there. Inside the condominium, you got granite countertops, stainless steel appliances, all energy electric efficient appliances. The internet and direct TV are free uh, inside these condominiums. 10 foot ceilings right there on the river walk, easy to get to. Two minutes to downtown, five to the University of Alabama, 205 657. Seven four six five. Tell them you heard it on inside the locker room. One month free rent. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine. It's your home of Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine. Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, serious wreck on US 11 at County Road 210 down in Knoxville, lane blockage and delays. Traffic picking up around town. If you see conditions, please give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. Paid non attorney You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, my favorite song of the week. And you know what happens when we play the money song. We go to the Alabama One hotline and bring in our main man, Mike Brown with Alabama One. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, Coach. Good morning, Brad. How are y'all doing today? We're okay. Good, Mike. I don't want to brag, but we, we did win the championship. Um, so uh, if you, I'll send you a picture of the ring if you want to see what the ring looks like. Very so. pleased, do I love to see that? Listen, okay. if we're going to lose uh, to start off the conference, <laughs> start off the championship, at least we lost to the winners of the whole thing. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll send you. A, I got a buddy that coaches in Louisiana. He's been killing me all year about my team. He's coaching a little team as well, and they got beat. So I took a picture of the ring and sent it to him. Said, "This tell your son, this is what you get if you win the championship. This is what your son would have gotten since you coached him so poorly." Uh, South, your son did not get a ring. So, anyway, we can talk about that later. All right, we didn't call to talk about that. Let's tell us what's going on with Alabama 1, Mike. Uh, there's a lot going on with Alabama 1. Barry, I, I would never miss out an opportunity to talk about six-year-olds playing basketball. <laughs> no, so, uh, <laughs> my son had a great time. It was always good to see you out there. But, no, no, seriously, we've had another 
Uh, great week at Alabama 1. And I'll like tie it back to sports a little bit because we talked a little bit about my Florida State homage and everything. But living here in Tuscaloosa has been a lot of fun. And, and something really cool about Alabama 1 is we have our own philanthropy arm with the Alabama 1 Aspire Foundation. And I thought it was really neat to see the fact that with the Crimson Tide Foundation, and they were doing a recent fundraiser scholarship with their uh, their match and beat 50,000 goal that they had right now for female athletics for UA. Uh, Alabama One's Aspire Foundation actually contributes 25000 to that and does a matching campaign, and they just closed it out about a week ago, and they actually exceeded over $200,000 raised wow. for that female student athletic uh, scholarship fund through the Crimson Tide Scholarship Fund. Nice. And it's for the Alabama Athletics. And I just thought that was amazing. And um, it's going to culminate tonight with the gymnastics meet over at the Colon Coliseum. Yeah. And so LSU's coming on, on a site for UA. And Alabama One and some of our leadership team, some of our female leaders will be out there to present that scholarship fund check uh, tonight right before the meet happens. So if anyone's in town and going to go to that, you get there a little early, you'll meet some of the great team members of the Alabama One part of the foundation group and see that check being presented on behalf of uh, Alabama one as part of that fundraising efforts with the, with the Crimson Tide is really, 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 really cool. Nice. Are you, are you going to be out there, Mike tonight? No, I'm not able to make it tonight. I actually, uh, I got a couple different things going on with the family because we got a lot of travel things going on this weekend. So I won't be able to make it, but we have a lot of great team members that'll be on site tonight. All right, uh, Mike, tell everybody about uh, all your locations. Uh, we talk to you every Friday. Tell them if they're not a member of Alabama One, just how easy it is to, to, to become a member and start taking advantage of all these things that you talk about. Uh, thanks so much, Barry. And look, it was, it was great to talk about Tuscaloosa and kind of giving back to this local community. And we have a lot of branches right here in Tuscaloosa County. And uh, But as Barry said, we have branches all over, and we're supporting communities all throughout this great state. So we've talked about, listen, we have two branches over in Pickens County. We're up in Fayette. We're even over there uh, in the in the northeast and center Alabama. Down we have an office in Montgomery, Alabama, down close to on your way to Mobile, Mount Vernon, and we're continuing to grow. So these are just great physical locations where you can walk in, talk to somebody, get your questions answered, and we're going to continue to grow throughout this great state. But we're always going to support and serve those communities for which we live. And if you can't get to a physical branch, maybe your schedule won't allow. Alabama One dot org and our mobile app. 24-7. You get access to your funds, see all the great new product services contests that we're running. We're running a great credit card contest, a little extra money in your pocket. And you can apply now for, for a new account, new deposit account, new loan account, whatever you might need from any one of those resources. And we've, we've really taken the think work out of it and just made it extremely easy. So look, we're always going to strive to be our community partner, but we want to be where our members at. And if that's all over this great state of Alabama, then so be it. And we're just going to look for ways to continue to support the areas that we serve. Uh, Aiden, this is how good they are at Alabama One. They have some people that are dumb, like me. And I went to the uh, drive-thru and had to pay something. I put my debit card in there, and then they sent it back. I didn't get it out, and I got a personal call that said, Mr. Sanderson, uh, you left your debit card in the thing. We got it right here with your name on it. You can come pick that up. So that's some hometown service there, Mike. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, take people helping another group of people, Barry. <laughs> people helping people. Well, Mike, we appreciate uh, you guys, uh, our relationship with you guys. I, I love uh, talking to you every Friday. I hope you guys have an outstanding weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks, Mike. Take care, guys. All right, there's. 
Mike Brown, go to www.alabamaone.org. All right, Dad, tell them about Constant Companion before we get to break here. Well, Constant Companion at uh, 150 is an average drive or 280. 635-0313, great vet. Uh, knows what he's doing. Really has very, very good facilities. Got Dr. Foster. So go by there and visit with him. Sam's been there, and they really take great care of her. 635-0313. All right. We also want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. When we get back from break, uh, our Tuscaloosa Academy report will have the president of the board, uh, Reese Brooks, will be on with. I think Reese may have been one of the first we had on. We'll kind of talk to him about now kind of at the halfway point of the transition. We'll get a chance to visit with Reese when we get back. Brought to you by tax. You're just a tied 100.9. This is home of Alabama sports. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room in the 8 o'clock area. Andrew Knifer, he is my Allstate insurance agent. Let Andrew become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport, 205-722-9201. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. Sit down with Andrew, or you can do it over the phone. Tell him what your uh, needs are, the coverage that you need. He'll find the best solution for you. Once again, 205 722 Zero one. All right, every Friday, we try to do it at 8, but I got a little off schedule today. We have our Tuscaloosa Academy report. We've had uh, Reese Brooks on before. He's the president of our board there. A big uh, part of us moving from the AISA to the AHSAA. I guess I got that right, those uh, letters there. Uh, good morning, Reese. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Hey, morning, Barry. Morning, Coach. How you guys today? We're, we're doing great. Uh, this Segment's brought to you by Tax, and we appreciate those guys letting us uh, talk about Tuscaloosa Academy and all the great things. Uh, Reese, I kind of look at it as when, when basketball's over, you got the uh, spring sports starting, soccer, uh, baseball, softball. They're probably maybe track as well. I'm not sure exactly when all they start. But we kind of have gotten to the halfway point. Are you pleased with the move that, w- that we made uh, at Tuscaloosa Academy? It seems like the sports have kind of held their own uh, in the fall. Yeah, I, I definitely think that uh, the, the experience uh, overall has exceeded our expectations, Barry. We, uh, you know, I don't have to tell you the the, uh, the the season we had in basketball was just it was it was so exciting, it was so much fun, and uh, and to watch those kids have success in a new league against new schools, it was uh, it was really a lot of fun to, to watch and watch them succeed and and watch the teams grow, probably to a level that, they, that they've never been before. So, yes, I, I, I definitely say it's uh, it's been a, a tremendous success so far. Uh, no doubt. Uh, Dad, Reese is uh, a very great supporter. 
in every game we had, it seems like it went down to like the last minute. Uh, and so when it goes down to the last minute, Dad, you always know those guys that are standing in the corner. Generally, they're trying to help you coach over there a little bit. You know, you're, you're trying to make sure. some moves. And and so do you think they always support you, Dad, when you're over there, those guys? Or do you think they ever say, man, why didn't he do this? Reese, you never did that to me. Over there, did you? No, I don't mean you no, know, Barry. We, we, we support you, but we're also supporting the referees and trying to help them <laughs> yeah, point man. out some things. Just to, we're, we're trying to make them better, Barry. And so that, that's all we're really doing, you know. Yeah, I think that's what that, that's what you were doing the other night. He was at our game, Reese. You'll you'll enjoy this because I know you followed him in coaching. He was trying to help the referee out, and he basically turned over and told him he threatened to put him in the stands and threatened to throw him out of the game. <laughs> and I, I went over and said, "Look, I got he don't mean." He said he's just started laughing. Now nah, he's okay. I said, "Do you need me to move him?" So, Dad, you were just trying to help the referees over there, right? Well, last night I was at Scott's game, oh, boy. and I got. This I didn't whatever. Anyway, I came out of the stands and went to the far end to stand. Oh, did it help? But well, the policeman came to me and said that you can't stand. Oh, here. <laughs> so the I don't think the policeman ever had to actually get to Reese. All right, Reese. No, I, I've never I've never had a conversation with a uh, a law enforcement officer. So, so coach, you're 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 one up. On I, me wait, I sat down after he said that. Yeah, you said, well, I, that's my son coaching over there. They probably was like, oh, my gosh, this is a dad. He's, he's uh, anyway, that's, that's not what we called to talk about. All right, Reese, uh, tell me the board. Uh, I know you're over the board. You guys uh, have a specific role with Tuscaloosa Academy. Let's talk about that, how you guys, uh, what you guys do for, for the school. Sure. We're, we're, well, our goal is, 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 is basically it, it's, oversight of the you know, financial oversight of the school. And, and right now what we're, we're in the middle of is creating our long-term vision, long-term plan for the school. It is creating the school that, that our children's children will attend and, and really looking, you know, five, 10, 15 years out, you know, the, uh, the, the day-to-day responsibilities and duties are, are, are handled at the school with Becky, Sharon, Byron, and, and all you guys. So, so you guys have it, uh, well under control and, uh, so we we are to say is is looking outward, looking forward, kind of kind of role. Yeah, and I, I would uh, highly recommend you know anyone that is thinking about maybe going there or wanting to look at. There's an open house I know coming up uh, this Sunday, but just come over. You can look at the academic situation, and now, quite honestly, the athletic situation. I think you know I talked about a couple of my players, Blake Henderson, and. Um, Walker McKee, how much they improved this year because of the competition that they had to play every single night. It just ended up making them better. So not only can you become a great student there and you're prepared uh, for college when you get there, but now athletically it's good as well. So we got kind of everything going there right now, don't we, Reese? I agree with you, Barry. You know, we, we've, it's always kind of been, been maybe a best-kept secret, at least from, from our perspective, on how good of a school Tuscaloosa Academy is and and preparing our kids academically for, for you know the next level and going to college, but but I think this move to the HSAA has you know it kind of puts everything together now where you take academics, athletics, arts, and, and the whole student experience where we're now you're maximizing the your 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 kids' potential from an athletic standpoint at TA, and so you kind of have the whole package now that that maybe that's been the little piece that's been, that's been missing, and uh, and then to your point, Barry, watching some of those kids, I mean, I mean I've been watching. Walker and Blake play basketball since they were in diapers, and and to see see how how well they played this year, and the and the level of competition. I mean, I was just texting back and forth with 
with Blake's dad Lee earlier today to, to think that, that you guys beat two teams that are in the Final Four in the household in Hell County. And that's amazing yeah. to, to think that the little old T.A., you know, we would we come in first year and, and start knocking off some of these powerhouses. It's just a testament to, you know, the job you guys are doing and then the, the work the kids put in. So it's been so much fun to watch them succeed. All right, Reese, I, I promise some of the basketball guys that play soccer, I'm going to get out to a soccer game. i got to support those guys. Now, when I get to the game, are you going to be like Dad, standing down there kind of in the corner of the soccer field helping the referee? Is that what you're going to be doing down there? Usually I'll keep my mouth shut when my son's playing. It's a whole lot easier to yell when your child is not playing. So, <laughs> gotcha. so I, I may be down there in the corner, but but you know, I'm I'm still – I'm still trying to learn some of the soccer lingo. So, you know, instead of a yellow card, I may yell for a penalty flag or, or something like that. And, 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 the, and the whole offsides rule, uh, we're still trying to get that one down. But but uh, the, the soccer team, they, um, they've they had a lot of success over the last couple of years. And they they beat a school called Westminster of Oak Mountain the other night. I think they were the number three ranked team in the state. So, nice, nice. So, so we're, we're anticipating that, that, that team to have the same type of success that football, volleyball, girls, and boys basketball have also had. Just have Ollie as you run up and down the field, scream germ, scream at him in German. He'll scare him to death. Uh, I saw you that got first it, time. Man. That, 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 that's the magic formula, Barry. Have, there you go. have Ollie on your team, and you're going to be good. No doubt. Reese, I appreciate you not Thank only you. as a friend, but uh, what you do for the school there. And uh, thanks for being on with us this morning. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Y'all have a good weekend. All right. There's Reese Brooks there uh, with the – the head of the board there at Tuscaloosa Academy Reese really does a great job there. A great guy. All right, Dad, uh, you were out at uh, Tuscaloosa Toyota uh, a few months ago, or yeah, and uh, with Justin and, and David DeSantis. Uh, just talk about your experience there with Tuscaloosa Toyota. Well, I had a good look with a salesman, and uh, we looked and drove a few automobiles and decided on the one that I wanted. Then said us what I wanted, and um, they did a good job and. And helping me select, uh, I understand that car salesmen are car salesmen, but they also are able to, you know, take care of your car once you get it. In fact, I've got to go go up, go down there pretty soon, get a checkup. But uh, I think um, I think they're they're quite different from a lot of uh, agencies. Uh, people that have cars, they're just different. They're just able to do a good job with you after you after you get the automobile, which yeah. I think is important. So many people just sell you and you're 88 and out the gate, but uh, these guys take care of it. Yeah, yeah, you can go to Tuscaloosa. Just an answer the phone. Sometimes I can't get him answered. Well, he sees you and he's like, oh my gosh, I don't have yeah, 30 well, minutes to help him with this problem. Yeah, go to Tuscaloosa. I, I don't keep him on him for about two minutes. Uh, TuscaloosaToyota.com. You can schedule uh, your service appointment right there. And also, they have the. Uh, Toyota rental apartment. To try it before you buy it. You can rent the car, drive it for a weekend, drive it for the week. If you like it, you can go buy it. So great things happen over at Tuscaloosa Toyota. All right, we're going to try to get Coach Sonny Smith when we get back from break. That's a tie of 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports? Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Alabama legislators are reviewing budget proposals in advance of April's general session. Among the education proposals are $6.2 billion for K-12 schools and $2.36 billion for universities. Two-year colleges like Shelton State would receive a 10% average increase. Four-year schools like UA would receive 11.5% increases on average. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, serious wreck on US 11 at County Road 210 down in Knoxville, lane blockage and delays. Traffic picking up around town. If you see conditions, please give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather noticeably cooler across West Alabama today. Mostly cloudy. We'll have the chance of a few passing rain showers. The high 64. Tonight and tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of scattered showers. The low tonight, 51. The high tomorrow, 71. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 68 degrees in Tuscaloosa. On Tide 100.9, don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside locker room, Wayne's Pest Control, served over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests this winter. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, mosquito preventive services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today. Get $60 off, aiding on the initial pest control service. You dial 866-WAYNES-1. And tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. All right, uh, I'm pumped up today because we get to the Wayne's Pest Control, and I'm going to go ahead and brag on him, uh, Aiden, because you're not with us every day. Do you just talk to the Ohio Valley Coach of the Year, two-time SEC Coach of the Year, CAA Coach of the Year, Alabama Sports Hall of Fame Coach Sonny Smith? Good morning, Coach. How are you? I'm great. great. How are you doing? Doing Sam good. Voted for himself. Did you vote for yourself, Coach? In all those coaches uh, of the year, I voted for myself. I, I voted for myself in Virginia and hadn't got in yet. I got in in Tennessee and didn't even vote for myself. <laughs> but I haven't got in in Virginia and I voted for myself. Do we need I to start strong? Do we need to start a campaign to get you in the Virginia Hall of Fame? No, I'm just going to bring a list of people that need to be shot, and I'll be. In. <laughs> yeah, Sonny, yeah, you go. I guess yeah. you're not going with them to Lexington, are you? No, no, I don't make trips anymore. Is, it, is this going to be? A, is this uh, Kentucky's up and down? They just so so. They they beat Florida. Florida didn't have their big guy. Can y'all go to? Can y'all go to Kentucky and beat and beat Kentucky? No. Well, I I don't think we're a great road team. 
I think uh, I think we're a team that can keep it close, but I don't think we play the same as we do at uh, Joel Eves, you know, and and, and at uh, Neville. So uh, I, I think that uh, it's going to be a very difficult game to win on the road. Uh, and the reason I say that is not got anything to do with that is the consistency on the nights that uh, Auburn's perimeter players play. Uh, they're really hard to beat. I'm, I'm talking about play offensively, and they don't play as well offensively on the road as they do at home. So it makes it a little more difficult. They defend every night out, but uh, some nights they're really inconsistent in who's going to score and, uh, and who's going to take care of the ball. And it uh, it's not it's not the same team sometimes on the road that it is at home. And I think a lot of teams are that way, of course. Well. Um, You've got Tennessee your, your last game. Of course, you got Vanderbilt too. But you got Tennessee your last game on a controversial no call on, on the light. And Tennessee is up and down offensively. They're pretty good defensively. Um, what, having Tennessee at home, can y'all get that thing even at one and one? I think that uh, I think Tennessee. I think Tennessee is a team that's very physical and deep, and and I think. Uh, it will be a difficult game, but uh, uh, I, th- I think we'll be a better team at team uh, at home than we were up there. And what was it a one point game up there? As I remember, uh, yeah. so uh, I think that uh, we, we'll handle them at home. Everything, everything with this Auburn basketball team depends on what the perimeter people do. They take care of the basketball, and, and they kind of even up between post passes and and. And around the perimeter, you know, uh, I think that they can they can play with anybody because they defend extremely well, and very rarely do they get in foul trouble because he uses buzz eight to nine players every night. Coach, uh, the SEC Network had I got a chance to see you this week uh, on the SEC Network. They on SEC hoops. They talked about the eighties. Um, you told the story about your family being bootleggers and when they'd come, y'all would put all the liquor in the bed and hide it. When they leave, you'd get it back out. Is this, is this a true story coach? What part yes, it is. is. Yes, it is. Could you elaborate uh, on this a little bit? Well, in the mountains years ago, seriously now, not from a accomplished standpoint, uh, a bootlegger was looked on in high regard. It wasn't, he wasn't looked on as a criminal and as a guy, everybody's trying to get caught. Even, even the police didn't try it, or the, not the police, but the law enforcement people didn't try as hard to catch the people that sold it as, as they normally would. And uh, I used to tell people that it was a kind of a, uh, a symbol of higher standing if you're a good bootlegger in the mountains. And uh, the ones that really were, that got that uh, label, was the ones that made their own and then sold it. And that, uh, that kind of gave them a little extra boost on how good they were. But bootlegging was was not something that was frowned on as bad as it would be looked on today, of course. Of course, there's not much of that because you, you can buy bottle and bond, as we called it, up in the mountains. You can buy that cheaper than you can bootleg. Yeah. Yep. Um, Auburn recruiting basketball-wise, are they, they tell me they've got a couple of really good guards. You, you probably hadn't even kept up with it. Have you at all? Not not at all. Okay. Not at all. Not until it gets down towards the end. Then I start looking to see, uh, and and as you're going along with them now, you you start looking. You say, 
well, what is their biggest need? What is their biggest need? You know, that type of thing. And are they, are they going to be able to fulfill that? They've been pretty good at that. They really have. Uh, if you've got a good program, if you, if you can bring people in and they're able to get playing time right off, then you've done a pretty good job of recruiting. Now, you may, your team may not be really as good uh, because you're having to play so many young people, but he brings in young people uh, and junior college transfers and transfers from other schools, and they play immediately. They don't sit very much, so uh, that means they're doing a pretty good job in recruiting. Um, the only guy that doesn't play that they recruited, by the way, is injured. That's about the only reason he's not even playing. All right, uh, Coach, we thought it was Coach Sonny Smith. Uh, Coach, I don't want to rehash the situation with Brandon Miller here because uh, obviously he, uh, the facts will come out. I think his attorney put out some stuff there that, that maybe, you know, I think the Alabama people investigated it all and, and felt comfortable with him playing, which I think takes some guts to do for for Alabama. Maybe they could have handled the PR stuff a little bit better. But how do you take these situations because you know coaches across the country are, are getting with their teams and saying, okay, this is a situation you cannot get yourself into. It's a learning experience for a lot mm-hmm. of coaches to, to really sit their players down and hopefully avoid something like this happening again. Just talk about how you use these things to help. Well, it's the thing I, I used to talk to them about, the guy that's the biggest and the best on your team. Uh, he can do the least little thing, and it's going to grow out there in the community. And it's going to get bigger than it would if you were a guy that didn't play very much and you committed the same type of act. Uh, so you you got to do a real selling job on your stars, uh, on what, how they got to stay away and the places they got to stay away from. And, uh, and uh, you know, the questions people are going to ask you, should they still be playing Miller? I would still be playing Miller. And, and nothing has been proven and and that he's really could be arrested for or anything like that uh in my mind according to what they put in the paper so uh, i would be kind of like coach old i'd be playing him too but you got to take the lick that goes with that though sure um any surprise teams to you in the league this year you know we've had a tough uh, league's pretty struggles a little bit from the middle of the league all the way down to the bottom uh, I, I, I wanted to say, if I was going to ask you this, Missouri, but they fall on on their face. But um, anybody you really... Missouri would have been the one I would have talked about. Yeah. I, I thought uh, Missouri had the the potential to go both ways. Yeah, you know they could they could make the shot up and they could make the shot down. And I thought all it would depend on the, could they win all their home games and steal something on the road. I thought they might be a team that can move up. I didn't think South Carolina would be able to move up. Uh, I didn't think LSU would be able to move up. And to, to me, uh, watching the scores of uh, of LSU, I think sometimes that they have not played up as good as they are, and sometimes they play better than they are. Yeah, they've, they've won, kind of only won two games in the league. Yeah, yeah, but I, I thought they would have would struggle. I didn't think Florida would struggle, but you got to go back and say the loss of the big guy would uh, would do that. But I don't think that they were playing up to what they were capable of. Uh, anybody else that jumps out at me be, would be a little bit Georgia. I didn't think Georgia would do as good as they're doing right now. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
I just I just think basketball just anybody can win it win the championship. I think I think you got anybody from Houston, right, Alabama. Right about it, that. It's not anybody that just sticks out. Alabama probably does stick out a little bit more than the rest of them because they can score from all angles. But then you don't know. Well, if you, know. you just if you just look right at it, well, uh, I think they got the best players. Yeah, they do. I mean, they got the best players, and they they should win. Uh, well, what is it, Coach, uh, about a guy like like Brandon Miller? All right, let's let's. He's got all this stuff that's being said about him. Quite honestly, that's not true. He's a public figure. People are putting things out there just to get clicks. So, a lot of times you see a, you see a guy like that, and they kind of the pressure's just too much. But then there's very few that when people start piling on them. They take their game to a whole nother level. Like it just motivates them. I think that's kind of how Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, those guys were. Those guys are very, very rare. For this guy to have all that coming at him, and then to go get forty-one on the road at South Carolina, you just don't see that very often. Uh, that a guy is that tough mentally. You ever coached a guy that tough mentally, Coach? I only had one that I thought was that way is Frank Ford. Yeah. Frank Ford was about as tough mentally as anybody I've ever had. What, what Frank Ford was, he was the player of the year in Florida in high school, but he wasn't that talented. Yeah. But he would make you guard him and he would guard you. He would do things to win a game for you right towards the end. And I never, well, you could jump right in on Frank. I never did think Frank was as good as, as people. Yeah reported him to be and he did it all with this in an attitude of i'm not going to let you beat me and i'm going to i'm going to work hard you know he he scored a winning basket and he'd be your best shooter that's a, i mean your worst shooter uh from a standpoint of talent uh you you got to have a few players like it go ahead well sometimes you think about kd johnson at uh, johnson that guard that you got now he's liable to throw you in the, throw you in the well but he's also liable to win for you late he he goes in the, in the game and you said, "Oh Lord!" And then all of a sudden you say, "And isn't he special?" Uh, you know, you're saying that, and uh, <laughs> <He's special. laughs> you don't know you don't know what you're going to get out of him. But what you are going to get is attention. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, he goes in the game. Attention goes to him right off. Well, you have some of those guys that that think they can make every play, and they and sometimes they do, but they think they can make them all, and they want to make them all, and you don't want them really doing as much as they they think they can do. It's hard to handle guys like that sometimes, isn't it, Coach? It really is. It is, and then you get one like uh, uh, Flanagan. Uh, Flanagan comes in there and and uh, uh, he quietly just does his job and and makes plays that he can't make and you end up not saying anything about Allen, you know, but you're talking about KD. That's the way I am on, on the radio. Uh, I, I, I look at, look at Auburn's team and I say, well, we don't say much about Jalen Williams or Allen Flanagan. And they're just out there doing their job and doing it a little better than expected. But you don't say that about, but KD Johnson said, look at that. What's he going to do now? You know, the, those attention getters sometimes they win for you, but sometimes they get you beat. But you don't look at an Alan Flanagan or or a Jalen Williams that way. Yeah. You say, well, they're going to get ten or twelve, fifteen tonight. They're going to do they're going to do their job. And even in 
newsprint or they 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 don't overplay those guys at all. Yeah. Well, you're not you're not uh, calling the game, but I don't think Auburn will get many fouls called against them at Kentucky. <laughs> that was a that was a shot at you, Coach. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> I don't think I don't, Auburn will get any. They won't call any fouls against them at Kentucky. They don't. They don't call him Sonny Homer. Smith for no you reason. Could, if you were if you were calling the game, you could really complain on this one because they have, they don't have enough fat. Yeah, you'd re, you'd be warmed up on this one. Oh, Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, I'd have some things in in the back of my mind. It's something like I can't I can't I can't believe that call. Yeah, like he goes in there thinking they're going to get screwed. Like he doesn't think that referees are even honest. So when you think it's going to happen, then it's happening regardless whether it happens or not. <laughs> Brian Passick's the same. Way a while, but I think that's very close. Yeah, Brian Passick's the same way. I don't know who's worse, you or Brian. He's a, Brian's a younger version you know, of you. You know what I think, though. Officials are better than they used to be. You they think? Are very rarely did you 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 say, "Well, here comes old so so. We're in trouble tonight." Yeah. You know, you, you don't say that kind of thing anymore. You know why they are, Coach? Because if they, if they blow the whistle at the end and they don't know if it's right or not, they go over there to the monitor and look at it for 20 minutes. I mean, who <laughs> can't go, made- yeah, who can't go to the monitor and get it right? And they get, they go to the monitor sometimes and get it wrong. That's what I don't get. But uh, anyway. Yeah, the thing, thing about it, I, I used to be afraid to come over there, but <laughs> coach would eat them up while he's trying to get to a monitor if we'd had one. Yeah. No but uh, it's, uh, it, I think officials are better than they were uh you know in a way they had to adjust because the players are all pretty good now would you say uh, i don't know if we can say this exactly back when you could get one in if his heart was beating uh basketball players coming in right now might be a little better than the players we used to get from a standpoint of overall recruiting on a on a on a team i'm not sure i'm right about that but they might be a little better now do you agree with that or disagree with that? I don't know, man. Those guys y'all had in the 80s, those were some either. good basketball players. <laughs> sure were. <laughs> I don't know. I well, don't know. yeah, you think about that. You go through about four or five teams, and yeah, that, that would be true. I was I was looking at an article uh, in one of the magazines, and this picture of the guard at LSU uh, had for you that was so great. And I was thinking, I don't believe we've had a guard in here any better than him. The one that changed his name. Uh, Abdul Rahim, Chris Chris Jackson, Chris Chris Jackson. He, I thought he was the best I'd seen come into this league, you know. And then now you probably got guys that are as good as Chris Jackson, and you don't refer to him as much because everybody's got a good one, you know. I think years ago, two or three teams that have the better players, much better. But I think even down going all the way down towards the end, they got players that could play. It's just being reported, guys, by uh, Jeff Goodman that Ole Miss has fired Kermit's, Kermit Davis. Uh, you guys surprised Kermit didn't well, do a little better over at uh, Well, over? I heard that same – they played us the last game. Yeah. And I heard the same thing over there, and I was saying, that can't happen. That's not going to happen. Uh, and maybe it has. Yeah. Yeah. See? Unfortunately. But I'm going to tell you what. Kermit Davis's teams play hard. Kermit Davis's teams have been coached. Uh, it, it, it'd be hard for me to be an AD to walk in and fire guys that does the job as good as he does. 
probably needs better players. I don't know. And I don't know how he is with the public and all that. But uh, Kermit Davis is a coach, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time, as always. You guys uh, have a great weekend down there. Hopefully, Auburn Tigers will knock off the Kentucky Wildcats. We'll see. Oh, they'll, yeah. they'll, be a, they'll, they'll make a bunch of free throws. Auburn will. Mm-hmm. Be Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. <laughs> what do you have for breakfast? Yeah, and, and, and Bruce Pearl won't sweat either. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> no you, and I won't say and I wouldn't say anything about the officials if I was up That's there. right. That's right. Thank you, Coach. All right. See you guys. There's Coach Sutton. All right, let's tell me about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes. You heard Bob on our show uh, a couple of times and uh, saying a lot of good things. Had a lot of comments about that. Uh, but they know what they're doing. If you have an injury, if there's something that's come up in your life that you need to get corrected, then you need to call 345-1234. Visit with Bob on the telephone or the other two people and, and you know, Talk about it and then go by 701 Rice Mine Road. Do it in person, and I think that you'll find that uh, the results will be very good in your favor. Prince Glover and Hayes have been very, very successful. They're located in Tuscaloosa, but they're everywhere. So we'll give them a call if you've got a problem. 345-1234. While I'm on it, uh, Constant Companion Animal Hospital is dear to my heart because they've been taking care of Sam, my little New Dachshund at 6350313. Go by there and tell them you heard it on our show. You have price on your first visit. Take good care of of uh, what uh, animals you have, cats, dogs, whatever it might be, and uh, you'll find that uh, these people are first class. Dr. Scott Filler Foster is the very best vet that I have ever seen. 6350313. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama wide receiver Derek Keefe is expected to become an analyst for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Four-star class of 2024 athlete Aaron Butler is down to his final five schools. The Alabama versus Florida State softball game made Clearwater Invitational history. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Remember, first to main condos down the historic district of downtown Northport. Three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath. 
stainless steel appliances. The location is outstanding. Uh, downtown Northport, really nice area there. Plenty of little shops, places to eat. You're two minutes to downtown, five to University of Alabama. Uh, these condominiums are decked out. Uh, so give them a call today. Get one month free rent. If you tell them you heard on inside the locker room, 205-657-7465. These condos are going fast. So if you uh, looking to make the move, I highly recommend you look at firstdomaincondos.com. All right, to the uh, First Domain Condo hotline, get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Good morning coaches. What would y'all tell your team tomorrow going into tomorrow's game? After coming off that, that game in South Carolina, you got Arkansas Red Hot coming in. Uh, Dad, what would you tell your team there? Well, just. I, I, I tell them how good Arkansas was and how much they've improved over the last time we played them and uh, go with the personnel and go with the matchups. And that'd be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get into anything else. I wouldn't get into anything That's about all you can do, you know. If they wanted to come out and play and they'll win it, that's where you got to look at it, I guess. Well, Arkansas is good now. They, it ain't going to be just one. Oh, yeah. like to play. Yeah, you know, Alabama, uh, it's going to be senior day uh, there, so they're looking to have a great crowd. The atmosphere should be really, really good in there, and hopefully they can put all the other stuff behind them and, and just focus on them and playing a great game. Well, Brandon Miller, uh, you know, does like he did to South Carolina, and the rest of the team will help out a little bit. Shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, Bill Musselman's not going – not Bill Musselman. Coach Musselman, they'll guard Brandon Miller a lot different than uh, South Carolina did. That's what I figured. They're probably, they've probably been watching that South Carolina and been watching that Tennessee film yeah. for, about, for a long time. Barry, I'll get you – you and Coach saw the, uh, the, the USFL game last night, didn't you? No, Maybe I didn't. Did not. Did not. It was 32 degrees in Seattle. Mm. And he made a couple of touchdowns. Uh, a, a couple of uh, runs for first down, so he can still move. Yep. You know, they won last night, but uh, I'm proud of the way he played. You know, he. AJ McCarron. He, uh, yeah, he looked better and better. He's game. I guess Coach was, was watching. Did he say Scott? Yeah, my brother Scott. Uh, they had a big win against Life, a two point win. My mother called me and said it was. She said it was pandemonium in there. I said, oh, my gosh, you've been, uh, you, that sounds like something Scott would say. So she said, no, it, was it wasn't no pandemonium. pandemonium down in Faulkner last night. According, oh, to, according, well, to, according to my mom, it was. Okay. Thank you, Bryce. Thank All right, uh, Dad, there's early names coming out. Guys texting me uh, about Ole Miss job. I hate, you know, I don't know why they just want the guys finish out the year. Maybe he I will. just got this in the text. Yeah, so, um, they say this guy's pushing hard. All the charges were dropped, uh, and and so Chris hey. Be- Chris Beard. Do you think Chris Beard will be have an opportunity maybe to go to Ole Miss? They say he's pushing hard for this job. Is what I'm. I have wondering. no idea. I, I don't really know Chris, good basketball coach, and um, you know they got they got the things dropped, and um, um. Well, I guess the, if the, you're the, on, the other thing, I mean, the athletic. Let me the athletic you. director had some tie with him because uh, the athletic director is at Little Rock. Yeah. And Chris Beard was the athletic coach at Little Rock, did a good job. So I would say yes. That, then I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so could this be a possibility as to why they're making the move now, thinking Chris Beard may be a hot commodity? So get the job open and get him now, where if you wait till after the season, all these jobs open, if he is uh, hireable. 
which I assume he is based on, but Texas obviously didn't stand by him there. Is that one of the root reasons why these people make these quick moves to go get the guy that's there? Because if you wait, you may not can get him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. I just got a text back from from uh, Kermit. Kermit, thank you, me for my text. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I it's, it's just tough to see people lose their jobs at in It's not not much fun. Yeah. All right, we'll take this break and come back and wrap up the show. You listen to Tide One Hundred Point Nine, SC Home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama Sports and it's brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. On Thursday's edition of Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, SEC Network basketball analyst Richard Hendricks took a look ahead to Saturday's men's basketball matchup for the Crimson Tide against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Very tough. And I'm going to tell you, this is a different Arkansas Razorback team. They're healthier. Uh, they have Nick Smith Jr. back in the roster. They're confident and talent, talent-wise. This is a team that can step toe-to-toe with Alabama. Now, they do have the advantage of playing in Coleman Coliseum, one of the better home court advantages as it's been for them this season. So they'll have to continue to ride that way. But you can't expect the same Arkansas that Alabama played earlier in the season in Fayetteville. They have a little bit more swagger. They're playing really good basketball. They won decisively in their last game. So they'll be prepared. I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for men's basketball against Arkansas on Saturday. Tip-off from Coleman Coliseum is set for 1 p.m. Central with our radio coverage starting at noon. For a full listing of our radio affiliates, head to RollTide.com. And don't forget, you can also listen on the Varsity Network app and watch the courtside cam streaming live on all CTSN social media channels. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Keep your own. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Well, somebody answer that damn phone! That's 205-342-9904. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Alabama One, go to www.alabama1.org. Looking to purchase a vehicle, your dreams, get the loan over at Alabama One. That's what I did. Rates as low as 3.49%. Terms available up to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. Also go to the Alabama One Auto Mall, and you can find the car your dreams. They'll deliver right there to you. We enjoyed talking with Mike Brown in the first hour. www.alabama1.org. Dad, you coming down for the game tomorrow? Uh, yeah, probably. I, I'm not sure. I probably will be. Yeah, got one. Got one of the kids want to play with, want to sit with me. I got to go to Phoenix City, Alabama tomorrow with Jack. 
They're playing Central Phoenix City, a doubleheader. And did you know that Phoenix City, Alabama, guys, is on Eastern time zone? Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. Not many people know that. So they were putting out the times. I said, is that Central or Eastern time? Because when you get this, you're in Alabama, but Alabama has an Eastern time zone, Central uh, Phoenix City, Alabama. You've been to Phoenix City, Alabama plenty of times. You went there recruiting, didn't you? That's where Eddie Adams is from, right? Isn't he mm-hmm. from Phoenix City, Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. That's it for today's show. We'll get out of here. We'll make way for the Gary Harris show. Aiden Dollins was pushing all the buttons. We appreciate Philip Pearson joined us. Mike Brown. We had Reese Brooks. And then we obviously had Coach Sonny Smith. The Gary Harris show is next, so keep it locked in. Should be a great crowd out there tomorrow in Coleman Coliseum Senior Day. Uh, so, so get out and support uh, all of the sports over at Alabama. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama sports. Have a great weekend, everybody.